nobody listen to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. All right, welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast. Today is March 22nd, Monday. And what are we talking about this episode? Social media sucks. All right, well said. Here we go. Hello, hello. How's everyone doing today? Welcome back to Beyond Our Service on yet another week, another episode. If you are new with us here, my name is Steve-O. Your other co-host is Schick. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Good, man. How are you? Not too bad. Just uh, getting out from under all that snow we got last week and finally able to see the grass. So got some sun and warmer weather. So it was uh, it was good. It was a week to unthaw. How was your week? Yeah, you guys got hammered. Um, yeah, mine was great. We had kids spring break. Uh, so Wednesday, we kind of jetted off and went on a glamping trip to Big Cedar Lodge in Missouri, which is over there by like Brant's. It's near Branson, Table Rock Lake, all that stuff. So Big Cedar Lodge is the, it's created by the guy from who owns all the Bass Pros and stuff. So we, oh, went, nice. gl- we went glamping. So you basically stood in this giant tent with uh, like a walled off like court back court thing with like a fireplace or a fire pit king size bed. It had like a central eat, heat and air kind of. And um, it was really good. First night we got yeah, there. The pictures. It looked awesome. Yeah, man. I, I need to put those on social media um, on Instagram, but um, it was really cool. It was definitely unique, which was kind of what we were hoping for. Um, and just something different than staying at a regular place. But, uh, and then I think I, I've, it's kind of inspired me to do maybe a segment in the future on resorts, especially family resorts. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Kids Cold like it. first couple nights, but not bad. Kids like it? They loved it. Oh, yeah. They thought it was super cool. I mean, and it was cool. It was, and it was really cold the first couple nights. So they weren't super big fans of that, but they were good. Did a bunch of random stuff. And then, um, we went to like a nature park thing that they also, that's a part of the deal and um, walked, kind of hiked a big trail. And then I caught the largest trout I have ever caught in my life. It was four pounds. Wow. Well four done. pound rainbow. Thank you. On a fly rod. Kudos because I'm a real man. Constantly having to measure his manhood by saying things like, I'm a real man. That makes me more manly, right? Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that what that means? Yes. All right, man. What are we talking about today? So let's uh, see. You were you were glamping out there. So are are you pretty good about putting your phone away, kind of taking a break from all that? I will. Uh, yes. Lately, the last probably like year. Yes. Um, my business is in a space. I've got a great team, so that's not a huge like stress or anxiety now. So I can kind of put the phone down and walk away. Um, cause there's work emails that come on that phone and that is dangerous because I get sucked back in. So oh, for the most part, man, sure. we, we keep it out and then I got a GoPro. So that kind of helps too. Cause then I'm not really taking pictures with my phone and then still on my phone. Um, it's the best excuse to still have your phone on you at all times. 
It is, man. The, the picture video, I got to capture like as if any moment in time is going to be the most important of your life. Yeah. Well, and it's hard because like you go, you know, you, especially if you're hiking or you're outside, you see something like really pretty. You do want to take a picture of it, or at least I do. Or the kids do something really funny you know or dumb. I looked through my Instagram recently and realized I take stupid pictures of nothing that I hate and criticize. I am <laughs> just the worst. Just, <laughs> like, you're just a terrible looking, photographer. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just in a terrible person because I I criticize so much of what I've like now has become second nature to take stupid obligatory photos and post. But Ugh, yes, I, I mean that's that's a perfect. Uh, way to get into a topic of, of social media. Um, I mean, it's come a long way since I think we were freshmen in college and Facebook like first started, you had to get, you had to have the .edu email, which yeah. made it way cooler to have like just a little, it was exclusive to the point of college kids. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, other than at that point it was crazy. It was a completely new way to keep in touch and, and obviously, you didn't have to put any energy or effort into keeping up with friends, <laughs> which was probably the best part of it. But I don't know. What do you remember when social media first kind of started? I, I remember like MySpace. I remember not understanding oh, yeah. what the hell MySpace was or why. Like I never got it and I hated it. And then Facebook came out. Did you have and that made way more sense? I had one. I had one, but I never got on it. And I didn't know what to do with it. So I remember like at one point I put like a Gundam wing. Like I just made it all anime because I didn't like anime. So I just made it all anime stuff. And then that's, a, that's like the last, I think I got on it for like a day, did all that. And then I just stopped messing with it. Like I just didn't care. And then Facebook, Facebook came was cool out. Cause it was like instantly, it was before everyone had everyone's phone number and texting was just like, before all of that was just like the only way we talked to each other. This was like the perfect way to keep in touch with like high school kids you just graduated with. Mm -hmm. No, that's a great point too. That's I man, I didn't even think about that because smartphones really hadn't come out yet. Like the yeah. Apple, like the iPhone was almost out. And so like keeping everyone's contacts, all that stuff was nothing near as easy as it is now, even with the smartphone. So, cause the smartphone, we all we had were dumb phones. So yeah, man, I remember it was awesome because you could, I could, I grew up with a group of guys. Most of them went to AM. I went to Oklahoma State for some, follow some chick. I don't even remember her name. Um, do you, I don't, the arch nemesis like. of our show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Renee. God, she hates us so much. She hates the show so much. Every time I come in here, she just stares at me. Where are you going? I have to, I have to, you know, I have to report, record the podcast. Sorry, sweetie. Get the fuck away from me. Um, so no, but when I, so all these people that I grew up with, most of them didn't go to the same college. So we stepped, we kept in touch and made it great. You got to see some photos and see what they were doing. And it wasn't the monster giant thing now that it is, but uh, back then, so yeah, I definitely, I did have a MySpace, but then when Facebook came out, the fact that you had to have that .edu and that it was like exclusive, not everyone could use, instantly made it more appealing. I think that's why mm -hmm. there was just a rush that took over MySpace with just the uh, exclusive nature of Facebook when it started. But Yeah, pretty genius. I remember when they added, 
when you no longer need the edu and i remember a lot of college kids were like this is stupid this is dumb i'm never using this again it's all about status man no one cares about what they're actually doing or who's actually on it but as long as as soon as everyone's allowed to use it it's lame right well i mean mean, it's definitely dude it's definitely changed a lot but there's a lot of there's a lot of different opinions on whether any of it has been for the good or or if it's all been, you know, to a detriment to society. I, I, I guess right now, the way you use social media, what are some good aspects of it that you still find? Because, I mean, you're on it, so it's got to be something. Yeah, no, so I hate it, right? Like, I just, it sucks. And, like, just social media sucks. All of it sucks. It's the worst ever. It's just the devil. Of course, I also have social, I'm still on it, and I'd use it all the time. Um and I, I think the good side for me right now, especially, is the business. It's it's just the business stuff. It's the business side. It's it's free marketing for the most part. You can like boost ads and all that stuff. I don't really quite understand how that works. Um, maybe we'll have someone on the show to teach us one day. So you use it. I mean, you use it for the purpose of its existence, right? Because Facebook exists to get people to see advertisements, so the advertisers yeah. pay Facebook. Yep. So you you use it the same way. It's legitimately intended for Facebook to make money. Well, kind of. Yeah. So, and it's also like, so even when I do, like I pay for a company to do search engine optimization for my business. So that like when you Google certain words, or you, maybe you're on uh, Google maps, and you're trying to search something, right? Like everyone wants to be at the top. Like they want to be the first couple things that are recommended. Right. So you can pay a company to kind of help you get there and do all the right things. Well, some of the right things, um, sorry, Dude, I, had I, a just weird... saw, I just saw your mind go blank. Dude, I just got a very, very weird text and it popped across my whole screen and just totally destroyed my mind. Squirrel. Um, well, yes, I think that it. so when you're teaching, they teach you and they tell you, you should have an account. Like you need to have a Facebook account, not just a business one, a personal one. You need both because that like it shows Google and your activity and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I, I use it for that. Plus, you get lots of referrals from it, lots of people. Okay, so why do you use Instagram, though? Because that's not business related. Yeah, I mean, it is still. So sometimes you can still use it and it's another. It's just your name, you know, especially if your business has your name in it. Like, so that that's kind of part of it. But then also, um, honestly, I think. The only thing I don't like about Instagram is that it's owned by Facebook. Um, other than that, like it kind of reminds me of like the original Facebook because the original Facebook, it was mainly just pictures. Like there wasn't really yeah. a wall and all that stuff quite yet. Or maybe there was a wall, but it was mainly pictures. Yeah, and I do think pictures sad. are cool. Like I like being able to see if someone goes on a vacation and they take a really cool, beautiful picture of a, whatever waterfall scene or sunset even though i make fun of it i'm gonna make fun of it okay so you definitely are on the so you talked about the business side of it yeah and so then obviously you're you're talking about keeping up with family or friends you know seeing you know what they're doing through pictures and stuff that is enjoyable i agree that's like that's always been the main reason i've ever used it socially right is just to because whether it's my parents, family member, extended extended family, being able to see pictures of the kids as they grow up, um, 
mm-hmm. or yeah, and and vice versa for me to see you know cousins and extended family and you know to see it how they're growing. Um, but that's really been the only. It, it's when it's when Facebook really kind of like morphed into something so f- like far away from that that I really started to hate it, and I don't have one. Uh, but Loser. that's why I do have an Instagram because it's like the closest thing to what I guess it originally was. Yeah, I think it. It was when I was deployed. It was definitely the easiest way to stay in contact and message my family and like close yeah. friends that kind of knew what was going on because I didn't have again. I didn't really even have a smartphone the first deployment. Um, you can't be on. Well, I don't know about the Air Force, but you can't in the Army. You can't be on the phone all the time. Like I couldn't just walk around with a damn cell phone. So when I could get to a computer <clears throat> and being able to get on. Facebook that was really simple to just kind of send quick messages to like five, 10, 15 different people and then walk away. Like I was fine. Um, and just let them know, Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. I'm still in Afghanistan. Yay. Look at me. I'm cool. And that was it. Um, now it, I, and so then I got out, I got rid of it, came back, started a business. And that's kind of why, that's why I'm still on Facebook. I re got back on my account, all that stuff. And but man, you get so many referrals. You get so many things that, oh, you just message him on Facebook. Like, hey, this is my agent. This is this, that, the other. I mean, oh, this guy. Hey, does anybody, recommendations. Those things are huge. Hey, I need yeah. to get uh, an old change. You might recommend a good that's thing. What, I mean, and that's man. what Facebook's optimized for because it's yeah. it's pain. It's pain to, to get and keep your attention and then to try to, you know, nudge you towards certain things, whether it's news stories, whether it's, products, whether it's, you know, whatever, whatever, right. whoever's paying Facebook, that's what they're pushing. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, it is, it's really good at what it does, but like, what are, in your opinion, what are some of the worst that's come, come from it? Ah, uh, man, I think the worst, I think it just slowly, it, it like ignites something in all of us, whether it's our ego pride or whatever that compare makes us, it forces us to compare to each other in ways that we wouldn't do normally. Like me and you wouldn't normally do. We're friends. We know each other, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, like you, I just, you start seeing people that have, like I found myself being envious or jealous of people that are on some like crazy, awesome vacation or beach or Island or something. And then, but like before, I was never really like that as much. Like I never cared. I was always happy for the person, just if I know them. But now it's like all these people that I don't even know that well. So it's not even, it's not necessarily, I don't feel jealous if it's like a really close friend, like a norm, like a real friend. But if it's someone random. Like crazy. Like, so think about it, right? Number one, you've got the online versus reality aspect of that. But then number two, when do you ever post the plethora of horrific days you have in the course of a year on your social media. Yes. But when do you ever miss an opportunity to be like, I can, people would be jealous of what I'm doing right now. So you got to snap a picture and throw it up and make sure that everybody sees it. Right. Oh God. That's that. See, that's what drives me crazy. That's what users, no matter how much they hate that do themselves. I'm telling you, go take an an inventory of your own social media and be like, dude, I'm a douche. Exactly. That's the thing. It's that's what I hate about it. It's like this dilemma in my head. Like I just got back from vacation. Yes, we definitely saw and like, you know, we were it was cool. The glamping tent was cool. Um, I I posted a picture of me in a hammock reading a book for the Junto, the future Junto of this end of this year. Plug, hashtag, plug, plug, hashtag, plug. But I mainly did it. So (laughs) that's my show. Damn it. 
It's our show. We're professional broadcasters. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mainly did it because I wanted to rub it in Nash's face that he's not there. He's working and I'm not. And that was nice. So that's, that's what I, I like to use social media. So instead of taking. To rub it in my like, friends' faces. Well, so why not just text them that though? Exactly. Well, so I will say because <laughs> of marketing, because then we, I put hashtag, I'm still trying to figure out hashtags. I'm really not good at Instagram, but like hashtagging beyond our service, hashtagging blah, blah, blah for the, for the damn um, podcast. And it's like, I don't like it, but then I don't know, any, know of any other way that I can do something where it puts sh- shit out in the ether about this podcast that's not going to cost us money. And this is a yeah. hobby. Like this isn't an actual business. We don't make any money for this doing this damn thing. So I'm not going to put a bunch of money into marketing it, but I can easily put a picture on there and throw out some pound signs and be good to go. Hey, no, that's that's a fair point. That's smart. So what have you found yourself in different times being addicted to social media or online? I don't, man, uh, how, define I got to separate that. Not, I got to separate, I got to separate like the online aspect, just social yeah. media stuff. Have you, have you found yourself addicted to social media at any time where like you are checking apps or like all the time you post something and you got to find out how many people have seen it or who likes it or, um, where you no. just stop and you're just like, this is, this is super dumb. No. I've always been very, I've never really enjoyed it that much. It's always annoyed the shit out of me. Look, just looking at people's random shit. Like, I feel like, I feel like we're all like Facebook has turned into all of us just taking pictures that literally the only person on this planet who gives a damn is probably your mom. Like you probably should just be texting all this stuff to your mom. Cause she's the only one that cares what you're doing every minute of your life. I feel like Facebook is we the do point not. where. I feel like Facebook's gotten to the point where it's just everybody typing and posting their opinions about everything that doesn't matter. Yes. Which again, I can sit here and criticize, but that's literally what this podcast is. We somehow think that we are have have any shred of importance to put out our opinions <laughs> on topics that are ridiculous and expect people to actually listen to it. So 1000% so we yeah, are, I th- we I are, that, we're just living the worst of Facebook. Well, we're, pro- first off, we are professional broadcasters, sir. So right, we are, here. we are part of the media. Okay. Oh, shut up. We are the media. You're an idiot. This is a medium. We are creating something that's putting it out on the medium. Um, yeah, I, I think that, yes, it is. It, but I don't think that, I think it's different in the way that we are, like a lot of people start a podcast just because they have things to say doesn't necessarily mean anything like we have things to say or we have things we want to say. doesn't mean it's intelligent. doesn't mean that anybody should be listening or gives a damn. But, and you better believe I'm going to share it on my damn Facebook every freaking time that we post a new podcast. It's just because of marketing. But man, that's, that's something where it's the dilemma of that drives me the most crazy is what you're talking about right now. It's the, I go on a vacation, I do something which isn't normal. Like it's not an everyday occurrence and I want to put it on social media because I do want my closest friends or family to see it, but I don't post them all the time. I do use another app called GroupMe, which is essentially just building. You just create your own chat rooms. And so it's only people in there that you 
care to have in there. So like we have one for the kids. It's it's Renee's parents, my parents, it's like all of our immediate families. Because when Lily was born, we just wanted to put pictures of her and not have to worry about like, you know, who got left out of the text chain. And we didn't want to put a lot of kid photos of Lily on social media. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. So I do put a lot of stuff on those. I do take those pictures and send those out there way more than I do Facebook or others. Um, I do think so if the, you just use it for business, right. Yep. And then like sporadically, you know, to keep up with family and stuff, like, why do you get, why are you, why do you hate it so much? Why are you so charged up about hating it? If you control your own usage or exposure. I think the, it's annoying when, so, when you see someone that feels like they, like a lot of people, like they're really, really important. You see people who act like they're super, super important. It's the same reason why I hate people making a big deal out of their own birthdays. I don't know if you're that guy or not. Do you like get mad if you have a birthday week? No. Why don't you have a birthday week or a birthday month? Like I don't give a damn. Only people that I think should give a shit about me and my birthday. Yeah, but dude, if you don't go on and look at any of it, why is this affecting I don't. So Just knowing I, that someone else is posting something like that? I get, well, I get on. I get sucked or on. can you and, not control? So you get sucked on. No, yes, I do. And the main reason why? So are you the, I don't know. I've never done looked at the study. I've heard their studies for it though. Are you, when you look at your apps on your phone, do you have what, whatever app, phone, whether you got uh, Apple or whatever, are you able to keep, there's two people in this world and there's only two. You either have no push notifications like little red and dumbers on your phone like you got to get rid of those or you just have a million of them yeah i have i control which ones have it so i have like two apps that do that because i need to actually know right but does it bother you if you look down and you see like four no no i don't care or do you have to like clear it out no because i have to clear it i can't stand those numbers being on my apps at all what if you want, what if you look at a notification, but you're like, I still need to reference it. So if I clear it out, then I'm just going to, you're just having to kind of add another notification yeah. in your mind that that's yeah, the dumb. point of it being, that's the point of it being on your phone. I know. And then I, then, so I turned it off on Facebook cause I would get sucked in cause I'd click on it. I'd open Facebook so that I could get rid of those little red numbers and then I would close it out. Well, then inevitably, like there'd be a funny meme or something like that that's entertaining. So I would just kind of get sucked into seeing what's on there on the feed. But then, so I turned it off. Well, then I, the only reason I had to turn it back on was because some people were sending me messages because they wanted a quote for their damn insurance. And then I was missing those. Like a, like a week would go by and I never saw it. And I'm like, damn it. You know, like, <laughs> so I had to turn it back on. And so now I get sucked in again. They do that purposely, man. But again, Damn you, but for you, for you, the the benefit of getting customers and referrals off of that is worth yeah. the the cost of you losing your soul to it when it sucks you in. Yeah, I mean it is because it doesn't cost me anything. It's a lot less expensive than other forms of marketing. So I think that's a huge deal, and it can be used for good. It can be balanced. It's just it's just hard. It's hard not to so get think, sucked into all the political bullshit and like the everybody wants to put well, their opinion out there. That's, that's stuff and, me nuts. and that's kind of what I was gonna get on before we take it to the kid level. Is that 
I think for me, Facebook, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just annoyed at people posting, you know, cause originally when Facebook started that everyone was posting like, Oh, what they were doing or what, what's on their mind while they're watching something. You're just like, what am I, why on yeah. earth would I ever need no to No one read gives that? a shit. And where it's become a problem though is, and I watched the social dilemma actually right before this episode. And it's crazy because Facebook at one point talked about, okay, we're not going to be the arbiter of truth, right? It's not our job. We're, we're a, a free speech platform. It's not our job to make sure that every single thing is factual when right. this is just, you know, freedom of expression and uh, freedom of speech. And so their own algorithms and their own, you know, business model is all on gaining your attention, selling that to advertisers and making as much money as possible. They're public companies with shareholders who want to maximize return on investment. They yeah. have algorithms that are perpetuating dissemination of false news just through people who are more susceptible to, let's say you've clicked a story about a conspiracy theory. Facebook will then start feeding you crazy QAnon conspiracy theories. Yeah. Like, their own platform. Like that's all and, they'll and they, see. That's right? all they care though, because that's going to maximize their views. That's going to maximize their ability to sell your um, attention and they can make the most money. So it's, it's as soon as that happened or as soon as you start to realize just like there is never going to be a time where Facebook actually cares about making sure the right information is on their platform. And they go no. out in front of Congress, they go in Congress and they testify that they're the ones and the only ones who can fix the problem. And they'll fix it with more advanced techno like technological tools and more AI in order to, you know, somehow filter out whatever is fake news and disinformation. But it, it's, it's a falsehood, 100%. Two questions aside, don't let us sidetrack us. Have you seen? I just, I just got. Damn it, we got to do a segment on like buying apps or subscription based like media. Because I just broke down and watched. Um, I got HBO Max. I'm not really happy about it. It's just yet another damn thing to pay for every month. Anyway, so have you seen? I just saw and I haven't watched or heard about it yet. But they have a, like a season on the QAnon thing. It's like a. It seems it looks like a like a. It's not a democracy documentary on like what they are. <laughs> like, it seems like it's a documentary, but I haven't looked into it. So that that's intriguing because I do think, I think most of those people are batshit. Um, but oh, man, I love, no I more, love certain dude. conspiracies. Like even the flat earthers, just like getting into their a brain buddy. a little. It's beautiful. I'm going to have a buddy I was in the Marine Corps with. He wants to come on and it would do a recurring conspiracy theory segment. They are because as ridiculous as they so are, some of them are just fascinating to get into like how they come up with these stories. Well, and but, it's so like the good ones are the ones that are like just kind of plausible. Like you're like, well, I'm mean, all right. That is not, that's not like well, the any most decent one. I've ever heard. Yeah. That's, that's what makes a, a one that can just catch fire. It's people oh, that it's go so too far where you're just like, no, nah, it's outlandish. Yeah. But all right, let's rein it back in on social media then. Do you have, you oh, thought sorry. about, have, or do we do a podcast? thought about what you're going to do or rules with the kids with social media? Is that even something yeah. you guys have thought about? Yeah. You can't have it. For, till when though? 16. Okay. No, I don't know. So, okay. Seriously, they can't have a phone until 16. I don't think that's right a now. ridiculous thing to say. No, no, no. I, I, I don't know. Social media at 16. Not a phone maybe. Well, so right now the, the rule is no phone until 16. But the only reason it's, that's the rule and it sounds like that. What we told them is, and what we've actually talked, what we what we tell them is it's sixteen, 
and then we tell them to go the hell away from us. But then my between me and her, it's like you know when they get when she gets like the kids get twelve, fourteen. It just depends on what they're doing. Like if Lillian starts um, babysitting a lot or something like that where she's off, then yeah, she'll probably have to have a phone. If I say that too loud, then she, and she figures that out that she's gonna want to babysit. I don't know. That tomorrow. might change, man, because like we started feeling comfortable leaving Taylor alone when she was like, you know, ten, eleven. Sure. And so, and then, then she might. And I don't know phone. about you, but we don't have a landline, so. right? Nah, yeah, that's a good point. No, we don't either. And so, well, well we change, thought about getting them a dumb a phone. phone. Yeah, you can have a phone and still they not have access to social media. But right. I mean, yeah, social media is by far the biggest thing that I'm terrified of when it comes, especially having three girls. Um, Ugh. Because I think that's who it's worse for. Or it, that's who it can be worse for. Yeah. Well, and I think something that we'll talk about later. I think the whole, I think the boy thing is just internet in general, like having access to the internet and all that is on the internet, i.e., zibubies. But yeah. I, I think that's a that's a definitely a bigger worry for my son more than I do than like social media and that kind of this, whatever part of it is for my daughter. But uh. You know, it's just so I don't know. We've never talked about the age of social media. We've definitely talked about ages of phones, but I think the main driver of like 16 was because of like TikTok and all that other crap. Like we want them to be a lot older before they start getting on all that. And they've got friends now. Lily's eight, and they have friends all that, that are like, "Oh, look, you know, this dance move that I learned from my friends that she learned it from TikTok." And it's like, ah. Yeah. Hoochie, dude, Gross. hoochie mama stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're not like ring around the rosy dances. No. All right, they are. Cardi B, Cardi B would be proud. Yeah, they're WAP dances. I don't like what, that. So, what specifically are you worried about? I know for me, the the body imaging thing is like one of the things that I think I'm scared of most. Um, what do you mean? I'm more like. Do you mean the, like eating disorder the, the wise image, or like the what? body, the body image issues that, that girls have looking at these crazy people on Facebook and Instagram who can have yeah. the most incredible physiques due to their own hard work, good and fine, but still like, it's just like plastered with a lot of unrealistic expectations for people. And the more they see it, the more it's like painting a picture of it being the, the norm that they are in fact, you know one of the minorities not having, you know, not being ripped or jacked or whatever, you yeah. know, whatever people I mean, want looking from their dad. I don't think it's going to happen. No, no, they're going to be soft bodies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't cancel my other gene pool kids. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, man. No, uh, I think, yeah, I agree. I think that's scary. That's really scary. I think the, um, just the over sexualization of everything. That's another thing that goes into like the way they dress, but then also seeing like, I mean, even these Instagram um, influencers and stuff, the model ones, which by the way, some of them, yes, obviously there's a lot that have earned it, earned their physique and all that, but there's also a lot of filters like yeah. facial filters, all kinds of stuff. And you just like, I think that's some of the scary stuff too. And in, in even back on the adult stuff, it's, it's the fakeness. Like you said, you're always, it's, someone at their absolute best. There's, there's, there's never the, I woke up and I'm hungover and I don't have makeup on and I don't have this or that, or I had the flu and a stomach virus. They, they don't take pictures like that. They take pictures. They got ready for 45 minutes. 
but our kids see that and they think, I think that they that's take just totally very normal. In, yeah, I think they take very intentionally unfiltered and unmaked photos. When they <laughs> exactly. <do. laughs> Hashtag like, no filter. Yeah, I just sat here for forty five minutes cleansing myself. Yeah, no, it's I just. I think some of that's outrageous. But there's a all right. So have you ever heard of the FOMO, fear of missing out? Which I've heard about it. I don't. It's a common theme, and it leads to continually checking of social media sites. Worried that you're going to miss out on something if you're Keep not going. Online. I'm going to close my door. And uh, yeah, I guess it's just like I mean, kids are literally getting anxiety over the fear of missing something online. I mean, you want to? It, it plays into the social media being addicting, but the thought of like kids actually like having anxiety over potentially missing something on social media is insane, and it's not at all a joke and it's like it is really happening with kids I and mean, that's how insane it is mm-hmm. yeah it's not like it's not like none of this stuff is not like none of this it's not like any of this stuff is like brand new to humankind or like fo- like the fear of missing out is i think a real thing in all social situations or people i just feel like it's so magnified because the social media crap is everywhere and you see all the time. And I think it's, it is, it's mind blowing to think about like, cause I don't, we didn't have to deal with that. We didn't defeat. I never felt anxious because I saw something on my phone, right? Like we didn't even have phones. Like it's such a more challenging thing. Now I do remember being anxious about like, let's say a neighbor, or you drove through your neighborhood and then there was a kid you knew and they had, they were having a birthday party and you weren't invited. Like that probably caused anxiety or that made you feel bad. But now it's like that constantly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really unhealthy and it's really insane how many, because I, I think they talked about Gen Z, I think kids born after 96 kind of being the first generation of kids who had social media available to them in middle school and right in the Ugh. perfect storm when everyone had started having phones, like that was the absolute um, standard for everyone. So, uh, they're, I think probably dealing with it the worst, but I mean, statistics are, I mean, they talk about like one in four kids, teens are bullied with 43% of them being online and that 58% have not told their parents or an adult about something, you know, dangerous that's happened to them online. I mean, that's terrifying. Like, could you imagine if, you know, your kids aren't even coming to you when that kind of stuff happens? And then like, yeah. this one, this one's horrific, man. Suicide rates among 10 to 14 year olds have grown more than 50%. And I mean, that's insane. Could you imagine like at 10 or 14, did you ever have an insecurity or felt, I never even thought about myself in any way other than like, what am I going to eat? And what am I going to do today? Like, it was never like it, between 10 and 14, did you ever look at yourself and give like two shits what you looked like? No, because I was so ugly. I knew there was no turning back. Um, I know it's guys to girls is totally different, obviously. But still, I know that guys are getting caught up in this as well. Yeah, I remember when um, maybe like the later, like 14, because that's what like going into middle school, going into high school kind of age-ish. So I think that was something that I remember, you know, your brand of your clothing was a big deal, like that kind of stuff became a bigger deal but other than that like i and i did even then especially me or guys like like i didn't i didn't even brush my hair going to school 
I didn't do any. Now, granted, I did have very curly <laughs> okay. hair at the time. Well, I mean, like, I just didn't care what I looked like. Like, I literally just woke up and was like, all right, clothes on today, and I'm out the door. Yeah. Like, I didn't care. It, it was, I never, like, a lot of kids gelled their hair, did whatever. I just, I didn't do any of that. I don't know. I didn't worry about it as much. But, man, I don't know. I not Definitely not to the level where I, I was depressed or ever anxious about it or worried about it. I mean, I'm not doing, and, and we're not talking about it. You're not talking about like fitting in because that's always been a worry of every human. Yeah. Everybody I'm not talking about in. acceptance and fitting. Yeah. But I think it's, it's unrealistic to assume that because you have X number of likes or because, you know, whatever motivates you on social media that like that is, that's a yeah. false sense of acceptance anyways, because what community is really accepting you when all they have to do is like push a, push a button on their phone while they're sitting on their couch. And never think anything of it. Never even remember that they liked the photo of you. Well, that's just it. I mean, it's 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 just effortless. It's fake. It's shallow. It's such a shallow into like connection with people. It's yeah. not. It's not like what we had, where you, you know, if you didn't like something, you'd have to sell it to their face, or you had to, and you were around kids that wanted to be around it. All right, so let's let's wrap it up with this then. If if you had an overall good or bad, or if you could, I don't know, if you could go without it, would you? And and if you had to say, if you had to pick good or bad for social media, what is it? Uh, so I would, if I could go without it right now, like if I didn't, my business didn't matter. If it wasn't benefiting my business, I would go without it. I would go out. I go. I'd go out with most. I would go without most of it because they, I would like, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to answer first. I'm going to say that overall it's good because I think overall you have the control it's it's so much more tailored nowadays anyways where you can block what you don't want to see. You can block people you don't want to hear from. You can make it a lot more specific to how you want it. And I think it's, for me, it's more of a testament of my own free will or the discipline to not get sucked into it, to not overuse it, to not care. I think that's just a personal, you have an ability to overcome that. And that's my where I personally stand on it. So I think... There's there's good from it. So I think I mean I bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a ton of you're immediately going to back away from it. (laughs) What a strong stance that was. Uh, I think. uh, What are you doing right now? (laughs) Looking at my dog. Your emotion totally changed when you turned around. All right, kind of like your answer. I would say right now, I think in its current form, it's mostly bad. I think there's way more negative and way more bad from it than there is good. I think, but I do think that it's, I don't think the answer is just getting rid of it all and we should just throw it all in the trash and act like it never happened. I think that there is still too much good to ignore it or too much good to, and too much good potential uh, that can come from it than to just say, oh, you know, I'm just not going to ever do it. And, and it's it's just, it's the devil. You know, I just don't think it's that. I just think right now, the way it stands, the way it is, there's so, the the bad outweighs the good. So that's my, that's my, like out for one example, really quickly, really quickly. No, you're done. 
No, five seconds. I have a friend on Facebook. He's not even a friend. He's just this guy that I hate. Um, Dude, you just said, that's Facebook right there. I've got yeah. 800 friends. I hate them all. I don't even know them. This is one dude. He's on my Facebook, and I just can't. I can't. I can't. I'm only friends with him because it's convenient. But he, like, puts the – he'll post on there, like, every week or every other week how much – he gets people to guess over or under how much money he spent on at Costco that week. Does he show you the cart? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. It's not interesting. It's so dumb. <laughs> hate, <laughs> that's something. That's something you would add, you do on the podcast, dude. Yeah, hate. Yeah, maybe on the podcast, it. but I, this guy just does it for just cause. He's not. We just do I this cause. It. I hate it. I hate it so much. He's the worst human ever. Oh, dude. You and he's probably gonna come on the show soon anyway. <laughs> All right, that's how you wanted to end it. That's how you wanted to go out. Yeah. So I'd say mostly right now, bad. All right. But I do like Instagram, though. I like photos, man. There's some really cool photos out there. Yeah, but Instagram's becoming where it's just like Facebook. They can just put these posts in their the, the wall, basically, just in a photo and then post that. And that yeah. just becomes the new... Yeah, I don't, I don't get stories. I don't get any of that. I'd like the photos, though. Like, man, there's some just really cool... Like, I look at fishing photos. There's some sweet, beautiful, like, right, photographed pictures. Like, that's in cool. the last In the last week... Give me the best Florida man headline that you came up with. For those of you who don't know, it's a fun little game you can play where you just put in Florida man and then the date. So if you did Florida man, March 22nd, and uh, without fail, pretty much every day has some absolutely absurd headlines. And I just want to, what, what's what's the best one you got? Oh... Uh... Where did All I right, just, way to be I prepared. Kind of lost it, it was we, in yeah. the schedule. So I'm going to go with it went away. from last week, March 19th. Hot sauce saves Florida man after car crashes into Taco Bell. Mm, God, I love Taco Bell. I know. That's why I picked it. I, I know you did. I thought it was going to be better. Like you know that my the body. Hot sauce, that the hot sauce like physically saved the person. <laughs> like it cushioned the blow or something. Yeah. But apparently, a guy was just sitting there and he needed to get some hot sauce. So he got up. And then his seat proceeded to be run over. So, <laughs> little wordplay, trickeration from uh, yeah, clickbait the headline there. But clickbait, still pretty decent. All right, so this one's somewhat confusing, but I like it. it says Florida men, one dressed in a bull onesie, attempt to burn down a house with ragu sauce. <laughs> They were caught <laughs> with their hands ragu in the pasta jar after they used ragu sauce to try and burn down a home they robbed last week, police said. Also, they, they robbed a house, seemingly got away with it, came back a week later to burn it down with ragu sauce. So they, after allegedly breaking into a home in the land, the land, the land, and stealing a flat screen television and an air conditioning wall unit. There's some solid, some, some heavy lifting. Oh, the man whose home was being burglarized received an alert on his phone from his residence's security system informing him a motion had been detected in the house. The, the Volusia County Sheriff's Office. Dude, this is what you read before and then you summarize. 
<laughs> so you're just going to read it silently just while I'm second. sitting here? <laughs> oh. No, this doesn't make sense. Well, you've undone any enjoyment that I have. There's also a mind. giant ad for ragu sauce on here. <laughs> now that is funny. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's good ad placement. All right, man. Well, you got anything else before we wrap this up? Getty. Oh my God, we have, a, this we have a victim. We have a victim quote. Finish with, the, finish with this quote because it's enlightening. He was trying to make it look like I left the stove on, but who gets up at 2 a.m. and fixes Skeddy? <laughs> People in Florida? <laughs> Skeddy. I'm going to start calling it Skeddy. S-K-E-T-T-I. Skeddy. Until it. next week. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, what is next week? What's the date? Is it the end of the month? It is the end of the month. So next week we're going to be doing the the Junto as well. That's a separate deal. Again, the Junto is like a book review type deep dive thing. So if you don't like that stuff, don't worry about it because they're definitely longer. Um, and we may end up having the third person in there. So that's going to be interesting. Um, and we have uh, some big stuff coming. We've got two, two good guests I'm very, very excited about coming uh, in the next few weeks. Sweet, man. Excited. Thanks, guys. Have a good, have All a right. good week. Yep, see you next week. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think. Find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.